هاي تسلسل سفن انجنير بودكاست ناو مي عبد الرحمن عاطف ان دكتور غانم كشواني وي ار دوينغ سفن انجنير بودكاست ذات وي كان توك اباوت ذا بينيفيت اباوت سفن انجنير ان دو ذا فايت وي كان فايت ذا سفن انجنير وي كان دو ذا بيست وي كان دو اند اي هوب يو كان لايك ات ثانك يو ladies and gentlemen good morning this episode we're gonna shift from the construction sector to the oil and gas sector oil and gas sector is one of the biggest market here in the middle east actually as i understand it's all over the world especially it's common but it is more common here in the middle east especially in the united arab emirates now i know there is a oil and gas sector in another country like north america and in Russia and in other sectors in the world. But today we'll speak specifically about the Middle East. Maybe whatever we speak, it will be applicable also for other country or other region in the world. What do you think about it, Ghanem? Uh, thanks, Arthur, for the introduction. Uh, I totally believe that oil and gas is such a vital topic. I mean, especially here in the GCC area. As you know, that uh, it is very vital for our economic and we are hydrocarbon uh, economic oriented. So many people, they ask me, I'm as a civil engineer, can I work in petroleum companies? And the question definitely yes. Uh, you don't know, uh, you don't need just to focus on petroleum or chemical engineering. This is the general notion that we have or the stereotype that I need to study chemical or petroleum so that I can uh, guarantee my job on an oil and gas company. Well, this is not really very accurate because there is a lot of civil engineering application. Uh, for example, um, we have from the upstream to the downstream. So civil engineering, um, there is many applications. Um, so I'll, I'll talk from my experience, you know. Um, I did my PhD from Heriot Wad and in Scotland, Heriot Wad is one of the top universities in oil and gas. I did in civil engineering, yet I did it with oil and gas application where I focused a little bit on the cementing. The cementing, for example, consider one of the most expensive job in the upstream in oil and gas and drilling. And if you remember in, um, what happened in Gulf Mexico 2011, the big uh, blowout, it was due for cementing. So uh, cementing is very critical for oil and gas. I mean, if drilling presents the core business for oil and gas, cementing is... Uh, the highlight of uh, drilling, it uh, almost uh, represents 18%. So if um, you did poor cementing, the whole thing will went uh, south and uh, it will have a domino effect in your uh, drilling process and there will be a lot of loss. So this is one of the application. Also in terms of the offshore, uh, when oil and gas, they, histor- historical wise, they start in the onshore and then they decide to go to the offshore they have major issue how to build the rugged cells. They need a lot of structure engineer. And there was the question was, how make sure that my rig as a structure will be stable against the wind load, against the wave. So the civil engineer, they succeed to create some kind of anchors under the sea so that it can resist all the dynamic load through the waves and the wind uh, so that you can do your drilling. Um, Apart from that, I mean, um, the regular testing, civil engineering, the formation testing, and there is uh, many applications. And I believe out of since um, you work in an international company, you can share with the audience your own experience in this area. 
Well, to, to start up, I experienced for the oil and gas at the beginning. It was during my university. Well, in the university, I noticed that, as I said, Ghanem, it's not only you have to be a chemical engineer or environmental science in order to enter the oil and gas sector. Well, actually, even from a civil engineer, can enter the major, even mechanical or electrical. Actually, I remember in my university when I studied the bachelor and my undergraduate, the bachelor degree, there was a, there was a minor called Miran in petroleum engineer, where you don't need to take any extra course. It's just you have to take free elective and two other major elective, and you will be in, in petroleum engineer. Then when I my that time when I was working in one of the international companies from 2011 to 2014, I started especially in the last year, I still exposed to the oil and gas projects, especially in the Middle East. As a civil engineer, we able to think only we have to, we are doing only just, we, we are only best doing structural part or civil part. No, there is a management part. I work at that time, I was working as a project coordinator in oil and gas where I have to coordinate between different departments, between an INC department, with the piping department, with the pipeline department, with the civil department. And also not, and also even, even, even we have, I have to coordinate with the planning, which is also civil engineer. I have to also to coordinate with the contractual department, which is also civil engineer. So civil engineer play a major role. It's like, in my experience, it's my opinion, but it's my personal opinion, I don't know about other at least 30 to 40 percent from the market, and even not, and even it, even the management part is basically based on civil engineer. And also in order to do coordinator, also for example, if you coordinate with the authority, especially you know in pipelines, you have to do a lot of coordinations. This is one of my my few specialists. Well, they have to coordinate between authority between authorities like to get in the NOC and coordination authority. Yes, it's one of. This is a civil engineer major, majorly, because you have to because it needs a lot of a lot of skill, which is only available for the civil engineer only. It is not available for another major. I don't know. Maybe it's available or no, but majorly for a civil engineer. So yes, I work a lot in that. Even as you said, random the offshore or onshore, the rigger design, or the offshore rig. It's completely structured with a civil engineer. Even with it is like we 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 design it in the in the in the port. We have designed in the warehouse in the hangar, in the port, and we construction and we shipped it all the way to the to the sea. And that is required technique, especially civil engineer. And also there are other applications, for example, excavation, boring. Those are civil engineer. That's all. Because this is all soil analysis. It requires a civil engineer. For example, to discover the area where the oil where the oil is available, or the petrol is available, and the experiment and testing. This is all civil engineer. So it's a it's a big major, and there are a lot of things that control contribute civil engineer with it. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, well, Atif, and I have like a good news also now because uh, all the major oil and gas company you mentioned BB. Shell, even the owner company like Aramco and Adno, now all of them they um, are in the sustainability uh, treaty and they are within the sustainable development goals. And as you know, the 17 of sustainable uh, development goals, as we mentioned before, 
more than uh, 80% of it, it is uh, with civil engineering infrastructure. Due to that, you need the more civil engineers to work uh, to reach the sustainability goals in the company. Uh, for example, selecting the material, uh, reducing the CO2 emission. So uh, due to that commitment, we need more civil engineers that they can uh, work, especially for recyclable materials. For example, um, we have something called drilling oil-based mud. We need a lot of uh, civil engineers to work on that. Post-water treatment, uh, to do the life cycle assessment. And uh, all these things um, require a, a real uh, civil engineers who can have the holistic approach. And this is why, you know, in my humble opinion, I consider civil engineer as the mother of all engineering and the best profession ever because uh, I like uh, the holistic approach of civil engineering and it has a direct benefit for the, for the civil, for the society here. So I think uh, with, the, with the sustainable development goals and people are going there, I think uh, we have more um, uh, chance for civil engineers to work in oil and gas company. Well, actually, yes, I agree with you. Especially as you said, for the next period, for the next couple of years, we have to, to have to now attack the environmental aspect now. And you don't need only environmental science. You need also a civil engineer, especially for technical review. For example, for green material approval or for environmental material technical approval, you need really a civil engineer from technical part to study all the technicality of it. And yeah, yeah. So also like uh, also to tackle many issues, for example, offshore, offshore protections. This is, this is a civil engineer major because civil engineer is only not, not only involved in technical part, but also taking the general science part, just environment, just management, just also just as coordination. Civil engineer has a lot of, you know, it's a, like we call it, I, what I call civil engineer is like the background of the oil engineer, where you have to, uh, you, it's like the coordinator like the midman, the civil engineer, where you can control between all the other major aspects. So yeah, we can consider them as a midman, midman major. So uh, out of another point that I want to tell the audience is about uh, a part of sustainability now, um, we have something called uh, energy management in oil and gas. Before, you know, we have in the historical region, academia, we have coal, then people, they say, okay, we reduce the consumption of the coal to meet all the sustainability goals. So they need to try to find alternative energy um, source. And even with the hydrocarbon company, now if you go to their um, uh, organization, they have something called uh, energy management. And when it comes for the energy management, uh, why you need a lot of civil engineers? Because uh, as civil engineers, we always try to do optimization. Optimization the tool, and the resources and in the product. And due to that, when it comes to energy management, actually civil engineers uh, were the first uh, people who start thinking about the energy management. And this is exactly what we need. Uh, for example, uh, how we can save uh, uh, the, uh, the power uh, during the drilling. How we can save a lot of uh, consumption of the diesel during the drilling operation, for example or even in the upstream during the separation, 
uh, you know, in the pipeline, sometimes we can use lighter material uh, that can um, help the pumpability of the hydrocarbon during the separation. So all these things, as you said, it is civil engineering can be, in my opinion, also the backbone of the oil and gas. But maybe people, they cannot see it because it's not tangible. You know, it is easy to see the impact of civil engineering and building and structure because here it is. But when it comes to oil and gas, it's maybe hard for the public to do the, uh, the calculation to see the big picture, as you said, and where we can put the civil engineers. For example, if I go to the, uh, to the downstream and I see all the processing, my first assumption as a civil engineer, where is the role of civil engineer? Although most of it is the structure, the mobility, the fluidity, all these is related to the civil engineers. The energy management, because if I can reduce and save a lot of energy uh, of the plant, I'm saving a lot of cost, I'm reducing a lot of electricity. And there is a point people, they don't know that civil engineer have a major, major contribution on something called occupation behavior. What do you mean occupation behavior? This kind of um, research is usually you finding in the uh, building management and all maybe in facility management. Occupation behavior is really tackle how the worker and, uh, and the people who, uh, for example, living in the plant, utilize it in terms of, uh, for example, from lighting to switching the plant itself from the core business. This is, again, part of civil engineering. So now we mentioned about the sustainability and the energy. And you remember, Atof, when we talk about the AI and digitizing, we mentioned how civil engineering can boost most of the uh, technical and major new uh, uh, E, such as oil and gas. So what, do you think that applying civil engineering with AI can improve oil and gas business here? Well, as I believe, maybe yes, yes, excellent. AI, if you put AI in any major, it's going to help, actually. Because they, especially, as you said, the safety from HSC, or we call it occupational health and safety, OHSC, or OC, OSHC, occupational health and safety. Yes, it's going to be a big major. Well, actually, they, they did that in one project I heard, but not for its oil and gas. Actually, they did it in Netherlands for all, for safety and health for a normal building, normal structural building, to in order to to see how the behavior of the of the employee to reduce the safe and to reduce the light and to reduce the energy cost. In order to get you know to look at a higher score in lead. Okay, because now they got 97 that pro that project in lead where they reduce a lot of power using using AI where they can catch the behavior of people during the day and the night. So it can, can be applicable in oil and gas. Why not like in the, in the rigor or in the offshore or in the best place in the field? Even the office, like operational office. They think about it like oh, how to reduce energy. And come to see about it, most of the project work where several engineers applied, like had an impact. And it had like an impact which had even, even impact without a shift to the even the normal sector, like construction and built-in sector. For example, OHC, it started oil and gas. Then it shift to the buildings, normal construction building. Yeah, so why not? I, I accept I accepting that AI to be to be a major impact in oil and gas. And that's you said, Ghanim, yes, 
many people don't know about civil engineering application for oil and gas because people don't see or people are unaware of oil and gas operations. To be honest, people, when they are thinking oil and gas extraction, they think the old movies or old cartoon where they have to know the old, the old machine, the old operator machine where they have to rig in the oil and gas. But if you see the normal the new technology here now in oil and gas, you see civil engineering has some sort of either direct or indirect impact about it. But people just don't know about it because of the awareness of the whole operation. Because there is a lot of operation from pipeline, pipeline, protection, extraction. It's, it's even, even to, to fertilize the oil, even to, 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 to extract the oil to the LBG oil, to LBG gas or normal oil or propane oil that have some engineering impact for it. So why not? Yeah, I agree with you, Ghanem. So out of my final words and thoughts for the audience here that civil engineering is a major contributor in oil and gas. And um, if you are a civil engineer, you do have a big chance to be enrolled in oil and gas. Uh, and um, it doesn't mean that you need, as you said, the chemical or petroleum. If you love, love civil engineering, it has a lot of application in oil and gas. And my final thought, even if you go to management level, uh, civil engineering is there because, as we mentioned, project management, uh, I think it is one of the few majors that you take in your undergraduate uh, graduate study project management courses is civil engineering. So civil engineering uh, can help you uh, to start as the first engineer in oil and gas all the way to managerial level. So don't worry if you civil engineering, you have a really a good chance in oil and gas. Any final words from your side, Adam? Well, actually, guys, this is my personal advice. Civil engineer can work any other field except two fields, medicine and lawyer. Even lawyer, I believe he can work. But medicine, you cannot work on it. But a civil engineer can work any other field. Even at least if he cannot involve the technicality, he can involve from a management part, or from upper level, or from background level. Even doesn't need to be studied on and gas. Accounting, finance, management, other, other job, even media. You can, yeah, civil engineer can work. Yeah, and you, this is the good thing in the civil engineering. You can work not only in oil and gas, you can work in other sectors. Like now we have, like for example, we are civil engineer, we are doing podcasts and we don't know, we are not, we don't have any background about media. This is one of the good parts, I mean the civil engineer. So guys, what do you think about it? And if there is any civil engineer working on oil and gas before or currently, and guys, if you, if you like this, uh, if you like this episode, we are now, we can speak pipe and we are putting our email. You can talk to us at speak pipe, just record and put your speak pipe. And, uh, and now we are putting an email there. You can send an email set to us. And recently we entered now Amazon Music Podcast, just you can see it there. And we are in the Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify Podcast. And we are, we are hopefully, we will try from next episode onward to start doing interview with people from the field. So thank you guys and good luck and see you. And please comment to us and we are everywhere. And moreover, if you anyone from civil engineering want to talk to us or just want to want to want to talk an interview with us, just send us an email and we can see we can talk with them. So thank you guys and see you the best and take care. Bye. To wrap it up this episode, hopefully you're gonna like it. I wish you the rose for work and good luck and see you in another episode.
Yeah, thank, thank you. you. You guys have a good day and good night. Thank you. Bye-bye.